This is the Infinite Podcast with me, Ulf Tenderfritti. And Eystein Rabbe. We're venturing into the great unknown that is our insides. <laughs> <laughs> our souls. Yeah. And Seeking we're the trying truth. to figure out what's outside the outside, which is hard to figure out when you're inside the inside. That's tough. Yeah. Uh, But we're still trying. Yes. Yeah. This episode, it was, uh, it's, it's quite, uh, quite an enjoyable one. Uh, we have a. Uh, Well, you've mm-hmm. been to a concert. Yeah, I've been to a concert. That sort of spins us yeah. into interesting uh, territories. Territories regarding emotions and music and yeah. film. And we talk about Rudolf Steiner. Yeah, yeah. I want to know more about him. Yeah. And uh, and and also the uh, uh, Black Mirror episode Bandersnatch mm. on Netflix, which I highly recommend you pause now and watch it before you start the episode. Yeah. Instead of, yeah, don't listen to us before you have watched it. Yeah, watch Bandersnatch. Yeah. So, what's new? Pussycat. Whoa, whoa, whoa! Uh, yeah, what is new? It's uh, it's been a while since we uh, posted on this. Well, actually, no, it's because we posted no, the yeah. Pan episode. Yeah, it's been a while since we recorded it's, something. It's been a uh, while since we did an English recording. That's for yeah, sure. This is the first yeah. recording in this year. Yeah, 2019. And we're here. 8.30 in the morning. That's not bad. It's great. In our new offices. Yes. So we're starting the day doing the podcast. Yeah. That feels good. It does. Uh, yeah, you're having your coffee and I'm having my water, which mm. is sparkling. Okay. Um... Do we have a topic? We should have a topic. Topics are good. Mm. Did you have a topic? <coughs> <laughs> I was uh, I was uh, at a concert yesterday. Oh, with uh, Ennio Morricone. Do you know? Oh, you went to the Ennio Morricone yes. concert. Wow, it was amazing. Wow, simply amazing. Yes, Ennio yeah. Morricone is a. Uh, He's a, um, I think he, he, he's, either, he's either turning 90 or he is 90 years old right now. This is, in the, at least in the title, it says his last tour. Um, <laughs> and uh, yeah, he's a conductor for film music. Conductor and writer of Yes, because he's music. made many like film scores yeah. through the years. Yeah, absolutely. And... Yeah, I, I there is so many films and I, I don't really have a relationship to all of the films, but I've I've always had a relationship to his music. More than I thought, I realized yesterday because yeah, it was really a powerful experience to be there. I was crying so many times because the music just hits so many memories and so many things in my you know, yeah. background. And Yeah, I'm actually getting emotional just talking about it now, I realize, because I, I thought so much about it yesterday that, uh, have you watched uh, the movie Cinema Paradiso? No. You haven't? No. I should have. Yeah, you should have. I can, this, I still can. There's still time. There's still, there's still time. time. There's still time. time so you, you you don't need the, to worry. The there is hope for you as film? well, Ulf. There is hope for you. There is hope for me? Yeah. Oh. Ooh. Yeah, it's it's, uh, it's an old film. I think it's 30 years old. I think it actually came the same year I was born. So I think it's... It, no, maybe that's another one. Yeah, so it's, it's around 30 years old, I think. No, it's not that old. It's 
I don't is know. Is that like a Pedro Almodovar movie? It's probably it, at uh, least 20 years old. And I don't know who's directed it or produced it or anything. I just love the film. Um, and I watched it when I was quite young. I think I... Before I started uh, working or playing with movie stuff at all, because the story is about uh, a young boy who um, who I think he... I don't remember. I think maybe he loses his father or something. So he, he doesn't really have father figure in his life, if I remember correctly. And he meets this other guy that is actually the um, the guy that uh, works at the cinema, the local cinema in a small town in uh, Sicilia, in Italy. I think it's... I don't remember which kind of year it's made, but it's... Yeah, it's, he... Long story short, he um, <laughs> he uh, starts, you know, hanging out with this guy because he admires what he does, and he also admires the kind of father figure, I think. But it, it turns out he learns to to work with his things himself, like being the projectionist. Yeah, the projectionists and and working with all these things. And to me, that that has always been a story about falling in love with film. You know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So I don't, there is actually, the whole thing is actually, the whole film is actually a love story about some, uh, but I don't remember much of that. I just remember the <laughs> film part. Um, so, yeah, I don't want to talk too much about it because I don't want to ruin your experience of it. Don't ruin yeah. my experience. <laughs> but it's, I, I realized yesterday I that you should watch it over again. Or have you done yeah, that recently? Yeah, not in many years. Yeah. Oh. But I realized yesterday that is probably one of the reasons why I actually work with film today. Like, what actually triggered... Oh, yeah, by yeah. That, that film. Yeah. So, yeah, I, I'm going to watch it again. Definitely. But Ennio Morricone scored the music on that film? Yeah, yeah, he did. So that, I guess, was quite powerful for you. Then, yeah, it uh, was. At the concert. Last yeah, night. it was. And it was, was like, it was, uh, the, the the whole concert was uh, over. And there was, you know, people clap, uh, applauding, and it was going on and on and on and on and on and on. And we still hadn't heard the Cinema Paradiso score. Oh. So that was kind of an extra. That was the uh, encore. Yeah. Wow. So, yeah, <laughs> it was powerful. <laughs> Yeah, that yeah. that would be that sounds very powerful. Wow. Yeah. So that's uh, yeah, that's my last night. That's that mm. that sounded uh, sounds great. Mm. I guess it's um, the mo- you know movies have such power over us, and also like the the music. Yeah. Like a, a, a film, sort of like it merges uh, like story or like the the narrative and in, and the emotion, typically uh, enhanced yeah. with the music. Uh, Actually, I um, do you know the you sent me a link to a podcast a time ago about uh, what was the name of it. And you asked me if I heard it, and I said no. And then I heard it later. <laughs> uh, what was it about again? I did uh, send you a Pete Holmes. Yeah, one. Pete Holmes, and um, this other guy that was a guest there, and uh, the guy who had been working in uh, in porn. Yeah, or, yeah, 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 yeah. That so, was a really good episode. Yeah, it was a good episode, and I and I listened to the whole thing. And this guest was talking about uh, a lot of things that that I have been looking into before. I don't remember exactly what right now, but he also mentioned uh, Rudolf Steiner. Yes. Yes. And I I've had never had any idea who that guy really was other than he the has schools. The, the schools, you know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So for some reason through that uh, podcast, I started looking out, looking uh, for this guy on the internet, you know. And Google I realized, yeah, and I realized that he has probably like over a hundred books written or something about a lot of topics within spirituality, within, uh, yeah, all kind of things, you know. Um, so uh, I started, and there is this free website where there's a guy 
recording everything into audio. So you can go to rulefsteinerauudio.com and you can listen to everything for free. So someone made audiobooks of all of Rudolf Steiner's yeah, work. Yeah, all his lectures and books and everything. Made freely available. Wow. Yeah. And it also has a donation button, which I encourage people to yeah. consider if they like uh, to listen to it. But anyway, um, one of the books, has to, because I started listening to it right away, you know, because uh, and I was it was so exciting because it was a completely new approach to a lot of the things we we're talking about here. Uh, it's old recordings, like you know, or his lecture is from the like 1910, 1920, 1930 around it's old that. school. Yeah, and the language is kind of hard in that in that way, but but it's it, to me this is a completely fresh approach that has you know other kind of nuggets into it that you don't find in most of the stuff today. You know that, that at least uh, that I know of. So one of the things that I actually listened to was this this whole thing about music and tones and frequencies and what he's talking about which makes sense to me is like you know just like your nose when you smell something it's um it's said that it actually bypasses everything else in the brain like in when you because there's like this survival mechanism that if you smell something bad you don't need to process it in the oh, brain, yeah, you yeah. just go directly to your to your uh, awareness in the sense. Of, so the same thing is, is with music. You don't process music on a mental level or on a, any capacity in the in the brain. It's just it just kind of connects with you right away. Uh, it it doesn't oh. need to be filtered, you know. Like that's why you, that's why music with your eyes yeah is filtered through your mind yeah. because it needs to process it in a exactly. way because it needs to uh, separate objects mm. yeah. whereas sound and smell it just needs to take it in yeah uh, exactly. and the raw data itself um provides you with info because like raw is uh, is uh, yeah. uh, that's why music is so oh, yeah. powerful you know and smell yeah, and smell. Wow. Well, that was... Uh, I never thought of that. Yeah. But so Rudolf Steiner, he has these... Uh, in Norway, I guess, uh, private schools uh, called yeah, Steiner schools. I think uh, he has had a lot of Probably countries, other you know? places yeah. as well. Uh, but I do remember that kids going there were sort of like the artsy kids. Yeah. Uh, and uh, I also... Uh, there was like some debacle concerning the fact that many parents at Steiner schools would be anti-vaxxers mm. uh, and uh, and it got a, no- a lot of like negative mm. because some claimed it was the schools who who promoted the anti-vaccination and the vaccination is very important uh, for the survival of the <coughs> human species yeah and we need to do an, uh, a vaccination episode. Yeah, then we should have like uh, some guests with with like the with the proper intel. Mm. Um, but yeah, it's, yeah. Uh, uh, it's you know it's interesting. You know, people have these insights, mm. and then they put them into action, and then as the years go by, it'll it'll get interpreted and transformed. But like you said, when you start looking at the the core material it's very uh, relevant even yeah. though it's yeah old just like sure. I and many it's, other people have discovered you know with with old like uh, biblical or, or even yeah. pre-biblical texts exactly. and stories it's that it's very relevant to, mm. to human existence and it's almost bizarre that that they could have this that these insights when they didn't even know that the moon yeah. uh, was a, a piece of rock that you could send a spaceship out to mm. and the sun was made of uh, hydrogen, right? Uh, I don't know. No idea. We have <laughs> no idea. We, this is not <laughs> but, a science. But, but, ah, but uh, it's like it. sort of one it. of the things that I think is interesting is that the more I trust that um, intuition, when I, when I feel pulled towards something, I mean, I used to be the kind of guy that that I would judge on a rational level 
before I decided if I was going to do something. You know, in every, it, it mean, if I would put, pick up a book, I would first rationalize: is there something in this for me? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, but what I actually do right now is that I, when I sense that I'm pulled towards something, I just trust that okay, there is something in that book that I could benefit from, and I don't need to judge the whole book. I can just be open, and I will, I'm, I'm will be sure that I will find exactly what I need. It doesn't mean I need to agree to everything or disagree with everything. It's just that if I'm open and I will gain something from reading that book. Uh, and that's how I approach things now. And I, it's so, yeah, it's, it helps me a lot compared to how I used to do things because I would, I would just put it away in a sense, also being afraid that other people would know, are you reading that? You know? Um, you were judging because I, yourself because I've I thought I had to you know defend the whole concept or the whole theory around something before I could dig into it and look at it. But now I can just relax with it. Okay, there is something in here that I can benefit from. It doesn't mean I need to to make sense of everything. And I'm not saying this in the sense that I, it doesn't make sense because I think a lot of, I mean, most of what I, I've heard so far from Rudolf Steiner really makes sense to me. So I'm not saying that it doesn't, just on a general approach. Well, it's, um, you know, you don't want to be wrong, do you? Mm. That's not good. You don't want to look bad. It's probably the worst people. thing that can be happening. You can don't want to walk around saying Rudolf Steiner was like uh, an uh, 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 an important person, and then someone else says, "Well, he was a horrible person." And you're like, mm. "Oh, I, I, am I wrong?" Yeah, you don't want to be wrong, bro. <laughs> no, that's uh, that's you know that's some of the. Um, well, I I think it's uh, uh, well such psychologically we're. Only afraid of mm. two things, and it's mm. death and uh, making a fool but out of ourselves. I have a question: and, uh, What if this whole podcast is wrong? Have you thought about it? Yes, but then also this. I have this. This. Uh, um, uh, is there a notion inside of me, or uh, or a gut feeling mm. that nothing is wrong? Hmm. But what if that is wrong? Oh shit! Well, then I'm screwed, like yes. big time. Mm. Well, the whole the whole idea that something can be <coughs> right and something can be wrong. Yeah, what's that all about? Like, yeah, it's, it doesn't really work. You know, ob- I mean, obviously, if you take, for instance, uh, if you take peanut butter and you put uh, uh, ham on top of it, mm. it might be a bit weird. Yeah, but also maybe if you put some mayonnaise and uh, you, when you uh, dare to experiment with the fabrics of creation, yeah, you will find that it's uh, doors open. Mm. Yeah, it does. Whereas if you're just saying, "Well, this is right and this is wrong," mm. and you sort of yeah, close you don't, you, the whole thing off, you can't really experience anything other than your own idea of it yeah yeah and which then is it, very limited if and then in it's a right gonna be perspective. just that yeah right just like if you want if you're going abroad and you're uh, 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 you want to experience new things but you go to the McDonald's because mm. that's safe right you'll know you'll get your money's worth yeah you experience the same thing over and over again um I had this. Um, this might. I don't. I think it's uh, slightly relatable. But do you remember like those old uh, uh, or maybe newer computer games where you had to sort of solve puzzles? Mm-hmm. Like uh, in order to launch the rocket, you had to find rocket fuel. But to make the rocket fuel, you had to combine vinegar and. You mean uh, like Moncal? Yeah, like yeah. like the point-click games. Yeah. Uh, and they were. Uh, it was something uh so uh, it it was something so fulfilling about solving these weird puzzles mm. 
taking these items that didn't really belong together and making them into something that would serve your purpose. Yeah. Uh, and and it just came to me like that's that's human life. Mm-hmm. We had this, and it 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 goes really like it goes deep, man. Yeah. And it's so cool because you know uh, we were talking about cashews. You know, like the the nut, the yeah. snack. Yeah. Uh, cashews are in a shell that are poisonous. Mm. Yeah. How the fuck did we manage to find out that <laughs> cashew nuts were edible? There is, yeah. like, you'd Probably eat one and know. you'd get really, really <laughs> sick and you might die. Yeah. So for thousands of years, <laughs> humans have been looking at the puzzle in the Monkey Island way. Mm. Yeah. Okay, but what if we? I think it's like you boil it, or it's like it's some very random technique, mm. and then it's it's a delicious snack. But up until that point, it's deadly. <laughs> uh, and this this whole um, this, this this whole this place we're in called life is is all these absurd puzzles that we can sort of yeah. um, play with and solve. But obviously, if we're so afraid of these two things, which is a making a fool out of ourselves and also dying. But still, mm. we've how figured out cashews. So, <laughs> but we have transcended the limitations of these two like core mm. obstacles, mm. which I think is is what makes us so. Uh, you know, anxious and nervous and and, uh, uh, and bottled up. Uh, but we seem to keep forgetting. Yeah. But the, this might be another direction in it, but what? why do you think in this puzzle that uh, we do now, we, we don't have time anymore for the Monkey Island kind of games? Yeah, because that's very, that's yeah. very, I think that's because that was also something that I was pondering was the fact that now these these games, uh, because this Christmas I was playing this Back to the Future point-click game mm-hmm. and I really enjoyed it, but at the same time I was like, ah, this is yeah. it's, it's too slow, man. It's mm-hmm. I just, I, and, and you know, you have to do, uh, which I think is, Magical, you know. So you're you're doing this and you're going there and you're doing that and you're going there, but it doesn't work. So you have to r- repeat the whole cycle, mm. which yeah. is very what we're doing in life. Yeah. Uh, but it was like, ah, oh, man, that's ah, that's boring. That's boring. Ah, I just want to get get to the place. Mm. Why is it making it so so difficult for me? Yeah. Um, and also, uh, I guess, have you watched that Bandersnatch? Uh, yeah, uh, yeah. Have you watched it? I have watched it. Ah. I was thinking about it when you mentioned it. Yeah, right. When you have to uh, replay something, it's like... If you uh, haven't watched Bandersnatch, you have to pause. Yeah. Take a couple hours and uh, check out... Uh, yeah, uh, potentially uh, it can take more if you... That depends on how... Uh, so, how, how do you explain what it is? It's an interactive... Movie. So it's an interactive movie where you choose uh, um, yeah. s- some some factor along the way, which sort of um, changes the, the the way the story progresses. Yeah. yeah. So I'm trying to think what uh, happened when we I watched it with my girlfriend. Oh, you watched it together. I yeah. watched it alone. How was it watching it together? It was it was fun to like decide who is going to make the choices because we were kind of. We were kind of uh, changing. Sometimes I just told her like, "You choose," and I sometimes I was choosing, okay. and and we see we yeah. So that was interesting, uh, just the dynamic between the two of us as well, because you have yeah, yeah, a certain time. I was time, so curious you know? about that because I yeah. watched it alone, but I thought I should so, watch it with my wife and yeah. s- see what happens in 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 a in yeah. a duo. So I think uh, we came to the point. Where I'm trying to think what happens is like, yeah, we can it was, spoil now because we yeah, told people to watch yeah. it. So if you haven't, I guess you can skip. He ahead was. I, m- I remember he was going on the bus, listening to music. Uh, we had to choose a tape 
the first you had to choose the cereal or something in the beginning yeah you had to choose cereal and you had to choose um, the music and then we go for the hits I don't remember or the, 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 the right choice not the left choice <laughs> but I don't remember what it was <laughs> I also heard later from a YouTube video because we watched a YouTube video afterwards. Oh, you did the YouTube thing. Um, that's if you don't choose, you actually in that that choice, he picks up another a third. Yeah, which is actually I think if I I haven't tried it, I just heard it, it was something like this that then he, it plays actually a binary tune, which you if you convert it with some kind of tool, you get. Uh, a QR code where you can download a game or something like that Shit. so yeah so that's kind of a secret uh, thing but I have to say because Bandersnatch is um, so it's the, it's the guy trying to adapt a book into a video game yeah and the book is a uh, um, what's what do you call it uh, you, you choose yeah. you choose which way the story takes and it will flip to different pages mm-hmm. And you will get different yeah. storylines and endings to the story. And he wanted to make this into a computer game. And the movie is the same thing, yeah. which I thought was brilliant. Brilliant. Yeah. But also, uh, when he starts, uh, 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 part of like the backstory is that the guy who wrote the big book went insane. Yeah, and killed his wife. And killed his wife. And so, uh, needless to say, you experience the same thing. Mm. Uh, because what are the choices you make why do you make them and how does the universe respond to your actions Uh, and uh, and also how do the limitations of this universe affect your choices because like in a book there are clear limitations right so you have to pre-write everything Mm. and uh, uh, and then people will make choices but you can't go outside of the book it's mm. limited to the book and the the, the the main character in the film experiences the same problem yeah. with programming the, the, the video game because the video game like he's, he's he wants it to be as big as possible so you can make as many mm. like and and that's really really hard mm. and also the the show itself because it's Netflix, it's not. It's not a video game. It's not an open world. Yeah. Like you'd experience now, it's got these very strict limitations because, obviously, you couldn't make all the possible outcomes of this story. So you have to make. <coughs> you have to narrow it down quite a bit, which exposes us to the same predicament. Which is like, but exactly. I want to. I want it to go this. Way, <laughs> I want the story to go this way. Yeah. Uh, yeah, which again um, I feel uh, pokes a bit at our lives, mm. uh, and and I felt it was very uh, relevant to how we make our choices in life, and also how we are um, not taking responsibility for our actions mm. through sort of saying, "Well, we we're just being pushed through," uh, but at the same time not acknowledging our place in the driver's seat. Yeah. Uh, as as the uh, as the place behind the thing who's controlling the thing, uh, but I yeah. have to ask, what ending did you get? We got uh, I when it. Do you mean when the the end credits arrived, or do you mean when it had when the first time we turned around, starting over somewhere? Well, that first time you turn around is when you say yes to the deal, right? Because everyone says yes yeah, to the deal. That was we did, uh, and. Um, and uh, and then next we <laughs> said no, and then we <laughs> got the deal. Did you take the drugs? Uh, yes. Yes. We did. And um, I saw in the YouTube ending, uh, the YouTube video, that uh, if you said yes to him jumping, if you saw Oh, you that, didn't uh, say yes to him jumping? No. I, I did th- both. No, um, no, I mean, if you, if you jump yourself... Yes, that's another ending or something. I don't know. We act, we 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 uh, agreed that he was gonna jump. That other programmer, the, the other o- guy, the other guy. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and then he was just disappeared for the rest of the film, you know. But nobody knew nothing. Something. Yes. 
even though we didn't really know if we had been dreaming or uh, it actually happened, you know? Yes, kind of yes, yes, yes. So, yeah. So, how was the ending? We, we struggled a lot with uh, some things there in the, the towards the end where should we... How was it again? We, the, I think the first... The other thing that happened was when we arrived at the... The therapist again after actually having been telling our guy that uh, he's controlled by Netflix or something. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. yeah, yeah. When that he goes to shrink and talks about yeah. Netflix, that's I was so I then, found that very. Then we tried for some time to figure out how to do it through through the therapist that we tried to jump out the window and then, then yeah, they actually then stopped the whole film and the director was coming and said, telling yeah, them we yeah, can't yeah, do yeah, that yeah. and then we had some other struggle with uh, the ending towards uh, killing the father which didn't work as well yeah that doesn't work that well uh, but what, how it actually ended I think was at the therapist but the father coming getting him uh, I think that there was some kind of choice we made before that that made that actually becoming the ending. Yeah. Uh, either though, e- even though it wasn't the ending at another time. So. Yeah, 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 yeah. I don't know. So that's how it ended in our case. Yes. So, I uh, I found myself uh, postponing looking into my past. Yeah. Uh, because. Uh, You'd be uh, uh, yeah, that whole thing. There yeah. is a backstory about the mother. Ah, yeah. And, uh, and I remember all the things about the uh, rabbit and things like that. And then yeah. there's the rabbit. Yeah. And uh, so you, uh, the main character, lost his rabbit, didn't go with his mother. Mother gets hmm. killed, and uh, 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 and uh, and you're sort of digging into the past, and it turns out your dad hid the rabbit. Yeah. And uh, and then uh, it was this really. Uh, which I loved. I found it very, very profound. Is uh, he? You, you get to go back in time and and choose whether uh, choose to unhide the rabbit, mm. find the rabbit, and go with your mother and actually die on the train yeah. with your with your mother, uh, which I found was to be the most um, profound ending. Mm. Uh, because all the other endings ended with, uh, as far as I could tell, I have not YouTubed it, it ended up with the, with him going insane and either mm. killing his dad or, or yeah. being obsessed uh, <laughs> and the, and the uh, video game turning out to shit because yeah. someone else had yeah. to finish it. Yeah. I am still curious as to if there is a way to have it end uh, with the video game being a success. Uh, but I think that there is some relevance also to to our lives in which we sort of think we can change mm. some unchangeable aspects of our of the human condition yeah uh, but it's always going to turn out that way mm. did you uh, see did you see the the version with the the father being uh, some kind of working for a company and training him as a kid yeah 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 yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. What was the? Yeah, and his mother wasn't the mother was just an actress yeah, or something. Yeah, something like that. Yeah. I I have to say I loved the whole concept because yeah, it was so uh, uh, like the levels of mm. uh, of of these problems and also the fact that programming is really hard and especially the type of programming where you wanna uh, where you where you want people to have choices. Mm. Like obviously now with with the computer powers we have, we can sort of. It seems like you have limitless yeah. possibilities of, of choosing something. But then again, if you actually want to experience an adventure or something, uh, you have to actually. Well, there needs to actually be something to that happens. Yeah, yeah, true. Sure. Uh, because if you wander around the. Uh, uh, don't remember the name of the city and Grand Theft Auto. If you just wander around, you can, you know, uh, um, uh, run people over, and you can you can create all sorts of mayhem. But it doesn't seem to have any consequence on your mm. um, 
development as a character. Whereas if you follow the (coughs) storyline, you actually have to go that place to do Mm. this. and Mm. And and. It does seem in a sense that in in this life as well, if you just walk up to a random person on the bus and and start like conversa- conversating with them to to sort of find a different uh, sort of go off script, yeah, it does seem to work rather poorly because <laughs> it just doesn't but then again. When you're when you're starting to listen to, when it's not forced, but when it's when you listen to yourself and you're sort of in a flow, hmm. uh, you will find the people who will yeah. sort of take you uh, take yeah. you further. Yeah. Uh, but if you're just desperately wanting something to happen, you're like, I desperately want this. <laughs> Uh, uh, desperately want to have a girlfriend or I desperately want this party to never end or I desperately want this job or mm. and you're sort of forcing your way into it so you're just looking at any any means then you're not listening yeah, yeah. Uh, and and uh, I, I've, I think that's very uh, well interesting uh, also to the sheer fact that 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 this program that we're living in mm is so massively complex uh, but at the same time it's it's also um, an illusion the complexity of the whole thing because yeah. it's very if you if you just I think the building blocks are kind of very simple it's yeah really, it's just that they're so brilliantly designed that it it is what's extremely this, complex what's in this the, evolution yeah you know how you take this particle and then it just evolves into all of this. Mm. Uh, well, that's pretty cool. It is. Uh, mm. So you can make TV shows about it. Yeah. Where you can choose the outcome. Uh, yeah. Yeah. It's kind of weird that we are sitting in a box. Inside. You're referring to the studio, or are yes. you referring to? <laughs> yes, uh, and we're sitting in this box. It, we're kind of like this kind of a, what do you call it? Like researchers or ex- uh, scientists, in the sense that we are or explorers. You know, we just arrive at this. In we are, we go into this uh, super simple, super complex computer game. And we find a box, and we sit down on our IKEA chairs and uh, and talk about what we have discovered inside of this box. Um, that's weird, in a way, but not in a bad way. It was just weird, yeah, in yeah, a yeah. It's but interesting it's, way, it's like absurd way, really. Yeah, but, and it, it kind of sometimes it raises the question in me as well. Uh, What's the point? Not in, I'm not saying it in a depressive way. I'm saying that's just in a yeah in a what's the point way? <laughs> why is that? Why is that uh, either fun or useful or um, yeah? I'm, I'm I'm kind of looking for it to have meaning in some way I think it's interesting the meaning question is very interesting that what what is it that makes meaning and why is meaning important yeah yeah but without meaning you have nothingness yeah. yeah right so this has to have meaning if if not why why would why are we even here yeah um and if you take it to a in a all of that is kind of a factory way of thinking about it. Like, if if you zoom out to the biggest of the biggest of the biggest uh, questions, which is kind of outside of many layers of universes or existential stuff, I don't know what, what I'm talking about. But okay, so inside of this inside of this game. We experience ourselves as human beings, 
and we we are actually very good at creating meanings in many ways like we can be here for our own development we can be here for each other we can be here to express ourselves we can be here to just enjoy this beautiful planet we can all these kind of things we, we can make lots of reason to earn money or to yeah on every level we can make meaning yeah 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 so and then we zoom out of this simulator and we can also kind of understand that there if you look from the outside and, and we as spiritual beings coming into a body experiencing something inside of the simulator it's also very easy probably uh, relatively easy to understand that that also kind of has a meaning like you can have an intention coming into this thing and something you want to learn or something you want to experience or all these kind of things yeah. but if you zoom out and I don't know how far you would need to zoom out then you can start to raise the question what's the point of all that you know why, do, why does that exist um, and the only explanation I've ever seen in a book about it is that all that activity that that beings in every kind of form and ways uh, does sort of kind of generates something that is useful in a and if you look at in a, in a very practical way something like some kind of like if that thing was kind of mining something or you could say like okay that so that that whole thing generates some kind of thing that has value oh yeah, yeah that's the end product yeah. yes yeah but i also realized when i talk about it that is it's very linear uh very practical thinking that probably doesn't work in that way at all on that level you know so but it just I, it's just an interesting uh Thing that we will probably never find the answer to. It's uh, you know so we at, at this point in time we've we've now designed uh, um, worlds that we can venture into, mm. like uh, uh, World of Warcraft or yeah. or um, these these open worlds where you can be someone else uh, than who you are uh, uh, in this reality, and you can do things couldn't do here yeah so it's it to me seems quite apparent that this reality is the result of our need to experience something that could not be experienced mm. without this yeah reality but that is kind of just one layer right but that's one layer right yeah. and that's the layer cake thing of it all is that how how far does this thing go yeah and uh, 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 like the name of the podcast, it seems mm. hardly yeah, plausible uh, that, that that that. I have a feeling it's kind of infinite. That's mm. that that's very infinite. Uh, but at the same time, it, it's uh, you, you you know the whole. Well, we think that as a, as an opposed to this. Or like in my hyper um, materialist states years back, mm. the, the the idea of something more than this, so it's only this, yeah, that's it, and and uh, and the thought of uh, an afterlife or, or or reincarnation or all those things seemed like preposterous uh, nonsense. Mm. Uh, but now uh, uh, I. How could you have nothingness? Yeah. How is that? How would that even be possible? Why would you? How does actually some a material a materialistic person explain that? Well, I think you can. You, you'll just put put like a cap on. Like <laughs> there's yeah. a limitation. Mm. You put. Uh, you put. Uh, um, um, parentheses like, around the inn so it's okay. finite yeah um, because this is the whole thing that also like, okay, everything started with a big bang yes and before that there was nothing yes this is correct and as you can as you can see now uh, once you venture into this that you you have this huge empty space <laughs> where you say it's nothing mm. and so 
uh, the, the therefore, I, yeah. the conclusion must be uh, because you are nothing that came from nothing and will end up being nothing. Yeah. This just, all came from nothing. Just realize something that in science they call God nothing. Yes. And they always had God with the God is always part of the the formula. It's just that they changed the name to nothing. Yes. Ah, so then it, then it's not that complicated? No. Yeah. But we're still looking out into the great void of nothingness. Mm-hmm. Which is what this is in. Yeah. Nothing. Yeah. Uh that's fucking sweet, man. And <laughs> <laughs> uh, there is nothing means anything. Mm. Yeah, it's it's. Uh, um, but I uh, 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 last uh, uh, last night I was uh, I had had this like. It just it's just sort of the whole love thing sort of became very like uh, real and, and tangible because love isn't anything. Mm. It can only be experienced. Yeah. But it's 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 <coughs> it's quite absurd because it exists outside of time. Because you can uh you can love something that's that's been or something that's mm. never been and you can uh like you can listen to music that was made yeah a thousand years before you were born and uh and it'll uh, uh make you feel something um but it's it doesn't exist mm. just like if if uh, uh, if i uh cut you open to find mm your love for me, I will mm. not find anything <laughs> other than a bunch of internal org- organs and yeah. gore and, and all that stuff. But yeah. it's still there. Yeah. And uh, uh, so it's, so back to the whole nothingness, nothing is love. Mm. Uh, it's all love. Mm. And I think what I was... Um, uh, Entertaining the notion or, or 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 the feeling that we're so afraid of this nothingness, right? It's this bl- black void, so it must be horrible. It's mm. cold. It's evil. It's all yeah. the things you're afraid of, and it's love. Yeah, uh, and it's infinite, and it's the thing that lifts you up. It's the thing that catches you, mm. and we're insisting it's not there. Yeah. It's nothing. Yeah. It's nothing. And it's everything. But it it reminds me. Are you butting it? I'm butting it. (laughs) (laughs) It just reminds me that we also sometimes not aren't really clear on what something means in the sense that okay, when we talk about love, what is love? You know, in the sense that I'm sitting there yesterday uh, listening to to Ennio Morricone conducting this orchestra and choir, uh, playing a lot of love songs, you could say. Yes. But you could also claim that it's not love songs. It's songs about needing love or missing love, you know? like when uh, Yeah, yeah, yeah. There's an... Uh, because a lot of his music, actually, when I, if I'm honest, I realize there's a lot of the music is really, I could say it's deep and it's really filled with this, you know, presence and going deep, diving deep into being, but also in a way of, of kind of a nostalgic way or a sad way in the sense that it's really, yeah, melancholy, which you could claim is this, this could claim it's a love song in a sense but it's also like not really a love song it's it's more like touching onto the wounds of love you know oh yeah 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 so and and if if you look at love songs in a I mean s- s- people could claim that most of our songs that we listen to are love songs but they're not they are songs about 
needing love or missing love or being wounded, not having love, um, which I think is interesting. But because we, if you take if you take that over to relationships and to our daily lives, like when are we actually in love? Is it is it is it truly that, or is it just? Um, different layers of desperations or wounds or things that we label love but really isn't the freeing open love of appreciating someone or or uh, seeing someone you know like there's well I, th- um, I think you're onto something like we're constantly reminded of what love is mm. but we're uh, we're sort of in observing it at a distance yeah because it's so damn overwhelming right so for instance when uh, a lot of people die in a horrible accident mm. on another side of the globe we have this sense of grief uh, but it's in a sense it's actually we're feeling the potential love for something that yeah. it's it's awakening something that that is this 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 care or or uh, well this sense that this is us right so so all of this is 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 uh, is our jam mm. but we're sort of taking a step back because if we take it all in we'll be overwhelmed we wouldn't survive the whole yeah. like the the, the whole thing of it all, which I think is not true, uh, it's just an illusion. Yeah. Uh, but to get past, like to get past it, you have to let, let it go. Mm. But then you have to let these two, the, the two key this. fears that we have in our life, yeah. uh, because but we're sitting right now making fools of ourselves. <laughs> In in a uh, um, uh, in one perspective, yeah. Uh, but that is our greatest superpower, mm. uh, and also like with the whole death thing, mm. is understanding that you cannot die. It's impossible for you to die. Everyone and everything else will die. Yeah, you but it's can't. Like we, we um, can't be overwhelmed. I mean, and we we can't take in too much. It's like we we live in this. Um, That's part of the game, right? Yeah, yeah. It's because not it's, it's not bad in a way, but it's also true <clears throat> that it can. We, sometimes I think we take it too far because we live in this. Like we hold on to the wounds because we identify ourselves with them. Yeah. So we rather listen to a love song, feeling. Uh, wanting love rather than actually embracing love you know uh, yeah we'd rather a, watch a, a movie uh, yeah. about someone achieving or losing yeah. love so there's I think we do a lot of those things that we didn't really have to but it's like we can't I think just being aware of that I think I think uh, it's a good thing what, to realize when you're actually just identifying with something old or when you are holding yourself back from embracing something new so I'm, I mean new in the sense of allowing the feelings to come in you know and uh, actually heal themselves or whatever you call it but it's I actually thought about this also yesterday at the concert because the last song before all the extra songs um, is a call I think I think it's called uh, it's another movie that he has made the soundtrack of The Mission have you oh seen about that? this missionary yeah uh, I haven't seen also has this well known song I think uh, Gabriel's Oboe or something yes yeah Yes, yes, yes. There's also another song from that film, which is, I think is called "As in Heaven, As on Earth" or something, oh. and it's, it plays on the same themes as that other song. But what it actually does is that he's overlaying a lot of the different themes over and over each other, and it's, it gets so ama- amazingly 
uh, overwhelming at some point because and it's really like feels like this idea of heaven from a biblical perspective you know where there is uh, choirs and there's everything on top of each other it's so much and you, but you can still listen to different oh, yeah, teams yeah, yeah. within the teams you know and it's really it doesn't in a way it doesn't make sense because it's too much you know but it's also this overwhelming feeling of af- actually being raised you know so I think all of that it just reminds me of what you're talking about now that we can't really take all in at once you know we have to take the steps to to work ourselves on the way to the top in the way or to the next level you know like um, because yeah as you said we we can embrace everything but but uh, we need to do it one step at a time or we're gonna lose ourselves in it you know like Yes, I guess the ego doesn't, uh, yeah, uh, doesn't handle uh, unconditional love that well, uh, because it sort of uh, tends to uh, dissipate or yeah. uh, dissolve. Because I've heard also that people claim that I'm not sure in the sense you can always debate if it's true or not, but that sense that some of some people that are actually going like what we call mentally insane or mentally ill. Yes. It's also when you, you can be, you can come into that uh, condition just by actually waking up too fast, too soon, you know, because, because if you lose too much of yourself in, a, in an awakening without being able to adjust on the way, um, you can have this huge reaction. Actually, your ego has the reaction of, of an the only way it survives is to make up a new identity that might not actually help you to function you know well this is this is the whole yin yang yeah ordeal yeah you need this balance because you're gonna have to balance yeah. this, this stuff out uh, but you will have like these glimpses right mm. of, 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 of of this transcendent thing but the purpose of this experience is not to be in that yeah because you could experience that outside of this all the time yeah it's in a sense being deprived of this mm. like being deprived of this this feeling of oneness of being part of it all that's making this experience so profound yeah because it's not having it and being able to experience it and I guess that's why we keep incarnating into this thing because mm-hmm. we just want to experience this over and over and over and over again seem to have gotten addicted to some parts of the game yeah it looks uh, like this and it's, some of it seems quite unhealthy uh, I yeah. uh, <laughs> I'm uh, um, complicit I, in that yeah. myself uh, but it's at the same time nothing's wrong mm. But I, I've but heard the core this, belief, you know, yeah. something's wrong. But I heard, I've heard this claim, and I think I agree that the 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 the, the most helpful thing you can do is to, you know, we overwhelm ourselves in either thinking we need to embrace the whole thing, yeah, or need to figure out uh, this bigger thing. Um, but the only thing we can do is to to deal with what's right in front of us and which also means taking the next step i mean you can you can have insights or flashes of of this unconditional states of love or uh, existence and it's easy to like make a lot of new stuff up about that you know yeah. and then you get lost in that uh, the idea of it but and then it starts holding you back from taking the next step, which is what is right happening right here. Um, and I think that's the fastest in, the, if that's important in any way. But that's the that's the most direct route, you know, to to fulfill your potential. I think because we tend to get stuck in when we think we have either understand understood too much or um, get lost in some idea yeah yeah because the addiction you're talking about is that's the the addiction to ideas about what how we want this experience to look like not what it actually is yeah yeah 
accepting this experience yeah as it is yeah and I guess that's uh, with Bandersnatch I found to be what was uh, was the great takeaway is like when when it's when you've sort of played it through mm. so you've tried the different options uh, but then it it ends and it's yeah. uh and and within the limitations of that universe that's mm. all and well i was i think i was feeling kind of bumped bumped when i when it just ended it's like, like what is it finished because there was so like direct ending it's like okay it's over yeah 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 and i said what we just started you know like um, but i do rec- like because i did like try over a couple of times yeah. Yeah, like uh, the, like the Netflix. Um, uh, this is a movie set yeah. ending. I f- f- found was hilarious, mm. uh, and I'm still. Uh, um, why didn't I want to fight her? Which mm. I think also is so fun. Like uh, I didn't want to murder my dad. Yeah, uh, I didn't want to destroy the computer. Mm. Like these these elements yeah. of me that s- sort of uh, are are latent. In in me, which is like, uh, but it's just, mm. it's not real. Yeah, you can't kill your dad in this. We were universe. doing the same thing. We tried all the the, the the reasonable options, you know. Yeah, that made sense, and also the thing about saying yes to the job, you know, made sense in a way because there was an opportunity uh, to take the job. Yeah, yeah, uh, yeah. but it didn't work. You know, it was too easy. But it was also <laughs> so we we tried options that we didn't really like eventually, you know, to yeah to see what happened and and yeah. But uh, also, I remember when when we were discussing what choice to make between us. It was also sometimes uh, my girlfriend said like, "No, I don't want to do that because it's too easy. I want I wanted him to struggle a bit. I want yeah. him to like yeah 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 yeah." And that's really interesting. That is very, very interesting. Mm. So, <laughs> I used to hate the idea of this thing being a, a game, you know, a simulator. I was yeah, offended to, by people uh, talking about it. That to, to, to I was make watching, it less important. I was watching a um, presentation. I was working at an event and there was one guy, uh, Steve Pavlina, I think his name is, talking about what if life is a simulator and he has he had a approach to life based on that idea that made life so much easier for him and i hated it i was I, 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 yeah it was funny that i actually was offended by it so yeah. i know it's uh too easy it's um, not serious. I was going to say um, serious. Mm. No, but when you're, if you're still clinging on to the idea that this is what it, this is all that it is, mm. then the whole concept of it being just a game yeah. becomes quite a threat to your existence. That's true. Yeah. Haven't thought about it that way. And then you'd have to actually spend all your energy trying to disprove the simulation theory mm. because if simulation theory is correct yeah you are more than this did you know i was actually putting up an event with the name life is a game that's a pretty good name but i didn't go through with it i canceled it because i maybe maybe i didn't believe it enough myself <laughs> i don't know at that point it was I think it's uh, about one, yeah, soon two years ago that I did that. I wanted to have presentations, uh, but I so I set it up and I found the topic just because I wanted to talk about something and that made sense that it could be that. Uh, but I didn't promote it. I didn't even share it on my Facebook page because I. I didn't believe it myself, I think. So I canceled it eventually. That was actually a funny story because um, I was working so much on this thing. Uh, and I was so 
focused that I wanted to go through with these things because I was um, not doing anything for so long, you know. And then I and my friend, uh, which also was on our show, uh, Janneke, was uh, we had a conversation about it, and she was asking me, "But do you is is it any fun to do it? Is it fun, or does it feel any good?" And, and by her saying that, I realized, "Wow, I don't even want to do this. So I, why should I go through with it? It, uh, it if I went through with it, it would just be to push myself, not because I actually enjoyed it." And then I realized, okay. I should cancel it. Maybe you're so, ready for it now. Yeah, now it's different. So now I, yeah, because that, what I did then is that I, I cancel it and I realized I'm, I'm not ready for this kind of things. I just have to let go of all my ideas and start over in the sense of just, okay, I need to start enjoying what I do. And then I, I didn't do anything until now which I have started doing things. Yeah. So, and I know this year I will do presentations. So. This is 2019. Yeah. So that's good. It's a good year. Yeah. It's a good year. You've been listening to the Infinite Podcast with Ulf Tundervritu <laughs> and me, Eistein Rabbe. Thank you so much for listening. And uh, be sure to subscribe to our podcast on iTunes, Spotify. Yeah. And, um, yeah, or on Facebook or... Yeah, follow us on Facebook. Yeah. Uh, and also, we've now made a Patreon account. Yes. So if you like this podcast and uh, would like to support us, go to Patreon and check out our Infinite Podcast site there. Um, your support would... Yeah, would make really it appreciate possible it. for us to to make more podcasts it takes a lot of time we enjoy it so much to do it uh, but we also have you know regular jobs to pay the bills and our dream is to be able to do this full time yeah and, this, um, this is our full time and this we're taking our full time baby though. steps uh, yeah. towards that dream and we want to make more episodes and uh, continue to share it with you so that would be great actually I realize when we talk about it we haven't even explained what Patreon actually is so we'll yeah it's like a s- support site where you can um, support uh, a uh, well a business or a artist or an artist or whatever creator um, that makes something with um, I guess like monthly um, donations could yeah. be like from a dollar and upwards yeah right so uh, anything would be would be great we would be so thankful and, and you would be thankful because we're doing yeah. this for you yeah and it actually gives it's um, it's a good feeling sometimes to actually help the things you care about so if you're listening to uh, to us and you you care <laughs> care about us <laughs> but I mean I mean seriously it, it's it's uh, it's a good thing to to contribute to the things that that, that matters to you so yeah, that will we're not asking you to to uh, to paste unless you actually want to see this podcast uh, grow and and uh, yeah unfold into to what it's about to become infinite greatness yes thank you thank you thank you <laughs>